Hello and welcome to this, the third episode of Portals Podcast, part of EmergenceCreativeSpace.com. I'm really glad you're here because today I get the opportunity to have a conversation with David Rosenthal, founder and chief visionary behind one of the hottest herbal remedies out there today. And yeah, there's a pun there. It's Pure Fire Foods. I've been really inspired by David's story since I first heard it in 2017. And I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag here, but you're going to be pretty inspired as well. You're listening to Portal's Podcast, an extension of the Emergence Creative Space. Listeners are transported into the hearts and minds of some of the most inspired creators, producers, artists, and activists around. Portals is a platform and a spotlight on people, organizations, businesses, and more who are the unsung heroes making a huge impact on the lives of others. My name is Scott Love, and I will be your host on this journey into the powerful world of intention and conscious creation. I am an activist, an entrepreneur, and a visionary. Over the years, I've made some incredible relationships with a lot of truly epic people. Many have helped inspire me and have guided me on my journey. I believe they'll help you as well. Here's what's up. We are a people in transition. The choices we make now will affect lives for generations to come. Our choices will be our legacy. I want Pearl's podcast to be a go-to resource for those who are searching for solutions and to help us move us all forward. Thanks for being here. All right, let's get inspired. How you doing, David? I'm doing amazing. Nice, <laughs> nice. Doing amazing. Super stoked to be here and talking with you. Thank you so much for the invitation to do this. Uh, I've been looking forward to it for the last few days since it kind of manifested. So thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about what I love. Yeah, man. Thank you for being here. And I, I love what you do. This is awesome. I uh, and everyone I know loves your pure fire. Loves your fire. Everyone loves your fire. Well, thank you. There, uh, it, uh, it is truly from the heart. And when we start talking about it, and I, and I tell you the things that happen to this product before it ever goes into a bottle, there, there's a whole process about this. So uh, it's truly coming from the heart, man. Very good. Oh, my goodness. So you and I met, was it 2016? Which one did we meet at? Do you remember? First time you came with your... Uh... Uh, it was the last one you did. We, we met at the last one you did. So that was, uh, that would be the 2017 in, what was the name of that city? I know it was at High Country Motorcycle oh. Camp, right? Yeah. What which city was that in? Yeah, though? right on the water. Like, I mean, it was, it was in that huge field. And I was, I was camping like right down by the stream. Like I had this perfect... Like I, I went to sleep listening to a rushing river. Like it was, it was so, it was epic. Ferguson, that's what it was. Ferguson. Ferguson. I had right. such a good time at that event, man. It really, like, I had such a good time there and met some really, really quality, quality people, man. That was, you did a great job on that event. Like really Thank good. you. Um, it's it's really the people that come. It's, we've been blessed, and there's you know when people see the the words three days of light, and they get a little excited about that, and they and they research it, and they see the videos that we produced, and you know if you go to uh, YouTube and you type in three days of light or three DL gathering or three days of light gathering, there are literally dozens and dozens of videos that people have come, then they they then they share the love. And it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's been a blessing. And you came as a, as a vendor that first year. I did. And was that I the did. first 
or second event that you brought the product to or yeah so that was that was very new for us starting to uh tap into the whole vendor you know kind of doing the festival circuit vendor type thing so yeah that was uh probably like our second or third go at it <laughs> okay what inspired you to take this it's not a traditional like when you go you go to a festival and you think about people sell incense sticks or masks or wands or clothing. What made you think that the purifier would, would work in that type of environment? You know, um, our version, the original version that this is based off by Rosemary Gladstar, uh, who's the godmother of American herbalism who made fire cider popular. Her recipe had about, I think like eight or nine ingredients in it. And I can tell you more about how the whole inspiration came about that. But Ours has uh, up to 22 organic ingredients, and there's a lot of anti-inflammatories in there, a lot of things that are really great for boosting the immune system. And what really attracted me to a lot of, you know, to wanting to do the festivals and that sort of thing was that people are out in those types of environments. It's really good to like keep your immune system boosted, right? you know, because of it's long nights, depending on the weather and what time of year the festival is. You know, it, it can get cold at night, depending on when it is. So it, it just felt like such a natural thing to start vending at these events, really just keeping people healthy uh, throughout their time there, just really keeping their immune system boosted. And, and people love them, man. Everywhere you went, you saw people walking around with these little, the little shooters, man. Hey, let me share with you this vision I have real quick. I know it's a bit extensive, but check this out. I've always had this vision of how cool would it be if I walked into a store and there was a five-hour energy drink, and right next to it was a purifier. It's like it's like yes. better for you. Yes, it's organic. A hundred percent. Tastes better. Yeah. Probably cost you quite a bit more a bottle than it does them. Yeah, you know. So so we are de we are definitely a premium brand, and that two ounce. And, and originally, when the company when the company was started, it was a it was a one ounce shot, and it was called the hot shot. And then we brought a couple uh, business partners on, and and we decided that it made sense to for a better presence at the register to make it a two ounce bottle. Yeah. But that one was created, and that size was created, and we were the first ones to market with that size. I I, I wanted to go after the airborne mark. Mm. Um, you know, people are taking airborne and they're getting on a plane and, you know, to protect themselves in that enclosed container. And I wanted to create this because it has, it's so good for boosting the immune system. And it just has a lot of antimicrobial and viral and bacterial ingredients in there to do a two ounce bottle so that people could take it on a plane with them. So that's still kind of a vision of mine is in every airport across the land, have a two ounce purifier sitting right next to the, uh, to the airborne's. Oh, that, that well, makes so much sense. You're, you're about to get on this flying can with all these strangers yeah. coughing and sneezing and yeah. baby snot. And yep. it's like, what, uh, what do I, not to paint a glorious picture of it, but, uh, you know, all I have to do is reach over and grab one of these beverages. And can you list some of the ingredients without giving away your, your proprietary blend, of course? Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, so we currently have three flavors. We have the original, which is 20 organic ingredients. Uh, we're using, so the base is raw, unpastured, unfiltered, organic apple cider vinegar. And then to that, we're adding ginger and garlic and turmeric and rosemary, lemons, onions, burdock root, horseradish, 
Uh, we got a cut. We got a few different kinds of peppers in there. We're using a chocolate habanero that we source here locally, um, and it's literally a habanero that that is just chocolate colored. It's a, a beautiful pepper. So, uh, it, we've got cayenne pepper in there, and then we also have black pepper. Um, when you have turmeric, there's a chemical in black pepper called piperine that really kind of activates the turmeric more and makes it more bioavailable to the body. So, uh, so we've got black pepper in there. We have what's known as the sacred seven medicinal mushrooms in our blend extract. So we're using chaga, reishi, turkey tail, lion's mane, cordyceps, shiitake, and mayatake mushrooms. We're the only- How many different mushrooms? Seven. Wow. So we're the only, we're the only brand on the market that does that. There are, there are a few competitors out there that'll use lion's mane or they'll use cordyceps, but there's nobody that's taking it to this level. We use Celtic sea salt. Uh, one of my business partners is part of the Celtic sea salt family, and it was just a natural to add some, because the original recipe didn't call for salt. We're all about supporting local businesses and companies and just having some Celtic sea salt in our, in our product that gives it some minerality, just makes it even better. So we've got Celtic sea salt in there. Our sweetened version, so we do a sweetened version called nectar. So with that one, we're sweetening it with a low glycemic coconut nectar. And then we have uh, we have the only chocolate version on the market. I'm a chocoholic, so it was very important nice. for me to create a chocolate version, which sounds so crazy thinking about like chocolate and vinegar. But it is like that. That one's got 22 ingredients in it, so it's got all the other stuff I mentioned. Uh, it's sweetened with the the uh, the coconut <laughs> nectar, and then we're using a Peruvian raw cacao. Yeah. And I don't need to tell you because I know you're very versed in this, but raw cacao is such a beautiful medicine just by oh, it itself. Is. It is indeed. Just by itself, like it's so good for the heart, and it's got that bliss factor. That's why people love chocolate because it just gives them this overall like just warm, beautiful, blissful feeling. So um, using a just a really great sourced, almost ceremonial grade cacao in our chocolate version. Uh, what yeah. is the, that, that chemical that is oxytocin that t chocolate releases? It's it's that it's the love hormone. I, I know it's got uh, theobromine in it, but yeah, it releases. Uh, I think yeah, I think it's oxytocin. Yeah, I love chocolate. And so that was, uh, so doing this this raw cacao version was incredibly important to me. And it really turned out amazing. I know, again, like I say, it sounds kind of weird, like having chocolate and vinegar, but when you try this, it, it's like a dessert shot. Yeah, no, I, th I think I did try it. You brought some to the 11-11 uh, gathering. Uh, yeah. 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 That was, that was, that was, that was yummy. You know, I had a little funny story. I had you gave me a, a bit to put in the in the auction half, yes. and we ended up doing them as individuals. Uh, when when it was all said and done, somehow I ended up with like I don't know if if you left them there or someone left them there or you gave them <laughs> to us, but there was like four or five bottles of the uh, Pure Fire the regular and a Pure Fire chocolate. And so last year for Christmas, I was like running around and I realized I forgot to get something for my sister-in-law for Christmas, right? So I grabbed these two things up and I wrapped them up really nice. And I wrote the whole story about where it come from and the company. And she loved it. I think she actually ended up ordering some from you too. So yeah, the two ounce bottles are are a great stocking stuffer. Right, right. No, they're so give good. The, give the gift of health. <laughs> That's what's up. So how did how did you get into all this? How did it all start? 
So I was living in Miami in 2010, working in the, uh, in the food industry, which I spent the majority of my life in. One of my business partners who you know, uh, her name is Rachel Hughes. She has a nonprofit called Art Studio World. She was also living in Miami as well. So uh, we were friends in Miami and she said, hey, um, I found this piece of land in a place called Asheville, North Carolina. And my main company is called Planet Kitchen. And she said, hey, would you be interested, you know, since you're teaching people about food as medicine and healing with nature and that sort of thing, she's like, would you be interested in maybe coming out and doing some workshops out on the land? Because one of the programs in in her nonprofit uh, art studio world is called Wellness Warriors. And it's teaching these kids about, you know, that food is medicine and and fresh nature walks and just healing with yoga and meditation and just the whole food aspect. And I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to do that. She's like, well, I just bought the land and I'd love for you to come out and and check it out and tell me what you think. So I'd never heard of Asheville. So this was at the end of 2014. And I had said to my coworkers in Miami, I'm like, yeah, I'm heading to Asheville for a few days. And they're like, you're not going to come back, man. Like I've been there and I know that with what you're doing with your company and talking about healing people with food, it's very farm to table. Like you're going to fall in love with this place and you're not going to come back to Miami. And so I came here, it was in, it was in November of 2014 for like four days. It was super cold. And I came out to this piece of property that Rachel had purchased and it was 15 acres in Candler. It was a healing retreat center that used to be an Ayurvedic school. And I walked on the land and I like, I felt something instantly. I, it was an instant connection when I went onto this land. And so I went back to Miami, I gave my notice, and one month later, Rachel and I were in a moving van, pulling my car behind it and bringing a bunch of art supplies from her programs in, uh, in Miami down this land. And I told her that I would property manage for her. There were three houses on the property that were for Airbnb, so that I would property manage for her. And I... <laughs> There was the three houses of which I had my an option to live in one of those three houses. But when I had visited the property for the first time, up on the hill overlooking the property was this shed. So when I was there, I was like, hey, do you got the keys for that shed? She's like, I think so. Why? Like, I just got to go check this shed out. So I go up there. And it's, and it's like tucked in the woods, open the, it had like a big barn door on it. And I open it up and I look inside and there's all these filing cabinets with rust and cobwebs all over them. And I look up at the ceiling and there's wasp nests. And, and I nobody's see, been in it for years. Right. Nobody had been in it for years. I could see the sky. I looked down at the floor. I could see that there was no, basically like hardly any flooring in there. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a tiny house and I'm going to live in this shed and I'm going to really kind of embody this whole like living off the land, supporting nature, simplifying my life at that time. And so I moved onto the land and I lived in one of the houses until I could turn that, there was 99 square feet. Wow. (laughs) Until I could turn that into a tiny home, which I Built a loft in there, which I'd never done before. I put subflooring in and a floor. I put a. That's, that's not even a ten by ten, is it? Yeah, well, it, it was. It was nine. It was. It was nine <laughs> by eleven. Holy smokes! It was nine by eleven. Had no running water. The electricity. I ran a cord under the ground, like three hundred yards, 
to okay. one of the houses to get electricity in there. So I built a loft and the downstairs part of it was my office. And then I put a bed up above that. And I started kind of like what my idea of like living off the land. And I was telling people about healing themselves and, and you know, plants and medicine. And so I'm like, I'm just going to start making my own medicines. And it started off with toothpaste. Okay. So I'm like, you know, fluoride is a neurotoxin. It lowers IQ. There's a lot of, there's a lot of science out there about fluoride just not being good for you. It's horrible. So you can make toothpaste with four ingredients. So I, I started off making some toothpaste and then uh, I made some deodorant because the majority of the deodorants on the market have aluminum in them. You know, aluminum, It's it's been shown that a lot of people that have Alzheimer's, right. there's, this, there's this aluminum connection. So I, I did that. And then I'd been there about, I, I'd been there about a month. I was getting a sore throat. So I got onto Facebook and I was just kind of scrolling like I do. And I saw this video came up for fire cider. Had no clue what it was. Okay. And the woman making it was Rosemary Gladstar. And I'm watching her make this fire cider. And I'm like, I love this woman. <laughs> like if, you, if you've ever seen her, you know, do a seminar or do something at, a, at an event, like talk live, she's just so passionate. What is and her name? Rosemary Gladstar. Rosemary Gladstar. And she's referred to as the godmother of American herbalism. Okay. She's got multiple books. And it was in 1987 in her class in California that they basically came up with this thing called fire cider. It was something that the whole class was doing. It was like eight or nine ingredients. So I'm watching this video of this woman making this stuff. And I, I just fell in love with her. I fell in love with her passion for these plants. And so I made a batch. I called it like new moon cider because I, I, I made it on the new moon. Okay. And uh, it called for, one of the ingredients that it called for was honey. And so I had, I had had all the ingredients out on the counter and I made the batch. I put some in some little sample things because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going to give this stuff out to people. I didn't, I, I didn't really have any friends here yet, but, but I had gone into Earth Fair and I went through the checkout line and there was this, this tall, like super personable guy named Rowdy. Rowdy. Yeah. Okay. He was Rowdy. And so I go through his line and he's like, I haven't seen you before. Who are you? And I go, my name's David. I just moved here from, he's like, okay. He goes, what do you do? I go, I got a company called Planet Kitchen and I'm here to kind of like uh, heal myself with making my own medicines. And he's like, nice to meet you, David. I'll see you again. So now I make this batch of fire cider and I go back to Earth Fair. Hadn't seen this guy in probably a month. Okay. I'd only met him once. And I walk into Earth Fair and I see him at the cashier. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go through his line. That guy was like super personable. I get in his line and I, I'm buying some things and he's like, David, Planet Kitchen. I'm like, wow. wow. Wow, dude, <laughs> I met you one time. And he's like, so what's going on with Planet Kitchen? I go, you know, it's, it's interesting that you ask. I made this stuff called fire cider. He's like, what's it good for? I go, well, they say it's good for cold, flu, upper respiratory, gut, sinus. He's like, sinus. I go, yeah. He's like, do you have a sample on you? And I go, yeah, I, I actually got some samples on me. Just so happens. Because my roommate... I just so happen I have some samples on me. He goes, my roommate has had a sinus infection for two months and cannot kick it. I go, I don't know, man. They say it's good for that. Here, let me give you some. So I give him some. And I go back to the store a few weeks later, go through his line again. He's like, David, Planet Kitchen, that stuff that you gave me for my roommate, 
It knocked out his sinus infection in two days. What? So good. He's like, so good. he goes, you should bottle that stuff and sell it. You should bottle that and sell it. So I walked it. Yeah, you should bottle it and sell it. So I walked out of Earth Fair and I was like, okay, but this is not my recipe. So I need to make it my recipe. That's called integrity. So on the land that I was living on in Candler was a hundred year old cedar tree. So I sat at the base of that cedar tree in a meditation and I called out to the plant spirits that whoever wants to join me on this journey to come into my awareness. And it was at that tree that the company was born. Nice. And the first thing that came through was the mushrooms. Like immediately the mushrooms came through and I was like, wow, okay. Cause I had, I hadn't, those weren't in any versions at the time. Nobody was doing that back in 2014. Right. So the mushrooms came through. The word anti-inflammatory kept coming in like really strong, like really boosted up with a lot of anti-inflammatory ingredients in it. Came right. through really strong. And then probably the most important thing that came in that meditation was make sure that I do every batch with intention and from the heart and that if if I do it like that, that my needs will be met. It was all about just like do it for all the right reasons. That's what's and up. So from day one, what I do is when I get the ingredients, all the ingredients are laid out on, uh, we have a community kitchen in North Asheville where we produce our product, our own community kitchen. So I lay out all the ingredients on the table and it starts off with a... Uh, a prayer from the Lakota people called Metakwiasin, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And if not, it's just this beautiful prayer and it means all my relations, that we're all in this circle of life together from the one-leggeds, which are the tree people, to the two-leggeds, to the four-leggeds, to the plant nation, the spirit nation, to the four directions that we're all in this circle of life together, co-creating, mm -hmm. co-dependent, co-existing, one no more important than the other. And we're all in this great mystery of life together. So I say this beautiful prayer over all the ingredients. Then it was very important that every batch was made with intention. So the intentions are for raising the vibration of humanity. So I got some blue tape and I write out all these intentions and I tape them to the outside of our barrels. Nice. If, if you're familiar with Dr. Emoto. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yep. So you're familiar with Dr. Emoto and his work with water. I mean, he proved that your intentions, you know, that it changed the molecular structure of water and we're water beings. It's very important that, you know, everything that we were doing was about food as medicine and just raising this, this, you know, raising our vibration. So I take these beautiful messages to the outside of all of the barrels. Then whenever I'm working with the medicine, um, I'm always playing higher vibrational music. I've had musicians will come in and impart their frequency into our barrels. Um, nice. I had my, my wife, my beloved came in and, and chanted some beautiful mantras. She sat on a stool in front of all the barrels and for 10, 15 minutes just chanted at them and just shared her love. And her so by the time people get these bottles in their hands, they're vibrating. They're, they're, vi they're vibing. Yeah. You have to weight totally the bottles down so they don't float in the sky. Yeah, they're totally vibing. And then every bottle that's ever been produced, and at this point, it's probably been over 20,000 bottles at this wow. point, I think. Every single bottle, I, I whisper, I love you into it before I cap it and seal it and send it out. So it's truly, it truly comes from the heart.
Nice. It truly comes from the heart. And, you know, it was very important that from that meditation at that tree that that this was never about just making something, throwing it in a bottle and putting it on a shelf to sell. It was all about, you know, the intention, the love, the the high frequency. That's what it's been about since the beginning. Hey, that's awesome. That is that is amazing. That's beautiful. That and you know it's it's inspiring that spirit moves you, introduces you to Ray. Ray ends up telling you about this this property. You move to the property, and all this stuff just opens up, just just keeps blooming and blooming and blooming. And now you have new products coming out. You're in storefronts. You have your website, and this is all within five years. Yeah, so we have we have our new version coming out, which is going to be called Cooler, and it's going to be probably one of the first fire ciders that's not fiery. <laughs> um, it's we we took the not so fire cider, not so yeah, it's a not so fire cider. So we took out the habaneros and the cayenne because what we realized is is that prior to COVID, all of these events, all these festivals that we were doing and i truly miss that like that that was such a such a punch to the to the stomach like i really miss being out at these events and engaging with the public and sharing samples of this like i really really miss that part of this but um prior to this you know when people would walk up to the table to our booth and they'd see the apple with the flames around it you know they're like Oh, is this spicy? And I'm like, yeah. well, it is called pure fire, and there it is an apple with flames around it. And they're like, oh, oh, I, I don't do spicy stuff. And then they walk away. And, you know, or as they're walking by, I'm like, hey, you know, you got to come up and try this, uh, this immune boosting, immune supporting tonic. You know, how's your tolerance for spicy things? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't do spicy. Right, right. And so I'm like, man, I'm, like, why am I, why am I losing these people? Like, if I just take two of the ingredients out, out of the, the 21 that are in this, you know, that are in this, if I just take two of the ingredients out, which are the two hot peppers, there's so much more going on in there. There's so right. much more. Like, I don't want to lose those people just because, you know, I, I, I couldn't, you know, create. Well, you them. know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of kid when my daughter was real little and I was trying to get her to eat vegetables. And she's like, no, it's green. You know, and it was like, but it's so good for you. Just eat it. No, it's green. You're like, no, it's spicy. Spice is something that I love. It's so wild, man. When you see the the different, the tolerance of spice for people is so uh, like, like we have people that try the product and and then they look at me and they're like, can you do a spicier one? Like, do you have a spicier? Yeah. Yeah. So no matter how hot you make something, there's always somebody that comes up to the table. That's like, Hey, can you, can you make it spicier? Yeah. So we had those people that would come up and then we'd have people that would take a shot of it. And we're like running around the festival. Like we poured fire in their mouth. Like, get me water, get me water. Oh my right. God, like freaking what out. What did you just do to me? Exactly. <laughs> I just I just healed your immune system. That's what yes. I did to you. So, so uh, I've always known that mushrooms are good for you. Yeah. I never really started paying attention until probably just a few months ago when I started looking at alternative and natural healing yeah. to boost immune systems, to regulate my 
um, of the things that are happening in my body. Can you speak to what the mushrooms in your product bring to the product? This adaptogenic quality, so they're, they're, they're all adaptogens for the body. They uh, definitely boosting the immune system. Toxicity, I think some of them are really good for like kind of just moving, just moving that out of the body as well. You know, chaga, chaga is like the, the king of like immortality of, of mushrooms and just a, a lot of just immune boosting adaptogenic qualities to them, just really supporting your whole internal system. That's very cool. That's very good. Let's, let's go back. When did it first occur to you, the, the food is medicine concept? Because you said before this even started, back when you were in Miami, and you were working with food, that yeah. was kind of your thing. Yeah, so so back in 2010, in Miami, managing fine dining steakhouse, kind of like not really, you know, at that point, kind of like not really taking great care of myself. I mean, I was always pretty thin. So it was people that could basically eat anything and not really put any weight on. And it was, the whole thing happened on a trip to Costco. Okay. So... Yeah. I went to Costco to buy my stuff in bulk. I was single at the time and bought some things and I was driving home from Costco and, and the, like this light bulb went off. And it's very interesting because the original idea for my company, Planet Kitchen, the original idea, because I didn't have the funds at the time to fund that idea of what, what my aha moment was right. coming home from Costco. But um, what happened was, is when I did, when I came home from Costco and I had this aha moment, I started, it got me to start researching the, uh, the food industry. And when I started researching the food industry, I started getting really pissed. Oh man, yeah, right? Like at just how broken, you know, the standard American diet, which is sad. I mean, that's no coincidence that right. it, it spells sad. Oh, okay. Um, Standard American diet. Sad. Yeah. It, it's sad. It. Yeah, like, you know, no, no coincidence there. It, you know, when I started researching it, man, I just started getting so annoyed by like how unhealthy the food was. Right. And, you know, the whole thing with GMOs and glyphosate, which is in Roundup, which is in like everything that's just known to cause so many problems in the body. Um, it, it was it was in doing that research on the, the food industry and then which kind of took me into a rabbit hole about the pharmaceutical industry. That's kind of where my passion for where I'm at right now was born, was an anger towards those two systems, just how it's not about us being healthy. Right. The, the, I haven't taken a farm, I haven't taken a, a pharmaceutical in like 12 years. Nice, nice. I mean the pharmaceutical. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, they, they make over they make over seven thousand products and nothing cures anything. Right. I mean, what does that tell you? Like they don't make anything that cures anything because there's no money in curing things. Actually, curing things is ba is not good for their business. It's bad for the bottom line, man. They have no reason to keep yeah, giving it's, you it's, money. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, if we can it, keep it's them super sick, bad for the bottom line. If we can keep people yep. sick, then. They're going to keep coming back and we can keep yep. charging it. It's gross, dude. It is so yep. gross. Um, I've been blessed in that I've not had any 
major health crises. I hit yeah. my head pretty hard back in 2012, but healed up from that really quick without any medical help. I, well, I went to the hospital and they let me go immediately, even though I had broken ribs, a head injury, a fractured wrist. And it was because I didn't have insurance of any kind. I'm pretty sure that's why. I mean, I literally, I, I was carried into the hospital unconscious, unresponsive for like at that point, about an hour and I, I remained unresponsive until about eight o'clock in the morning. I fell off a loft and hit my head on a cement floor. There was no barrier to the loft. I must've uh, been sleepwalking and I fell down 12 feet onto a cement floor in my sleep, hurt my arm, wow. hurt my head, broke my ribs. It was two and a half months prior, no, two months before the very first three days of light gathering. Wow. Yeah. And I walked out of the hospital a couple hours later, and for whatever reason, I'm pretty sure it's because I was not insured. And uh, the person they released me to told them, and it was just true, that there was a, a nurse that lived on the property, and that they were going to be watching me. So that was fine. But uh, to get wow. through that experience, a friend had seven Vicodins. And I had one Vicodin a day for seven days. Um, and I bought a bag of weed. And that's all I had for medicine. And uh, two months later, I hosted 3DL. I was still in pain. I couldn't walk wow. on my hands or anything. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty wow. bad. But the thing about it is, man, is that it was right after that is when I was introduced to Reiki in a big way because mm -hmm. people of the community, several people that I had met in Asheville, all this happened not too long after I moved into Asheville. Like I moved in August yeah. and this happened in September. Um, man, people were giving me Reiki. They were doing crystal healing on my ribs. <laughs> they were doing, nice. putting their hands in my head. I went to this uh, this guy, Jonah Bolt, put on, he had, this, he was, had these things called the Galactic Potluck. I went there and it was all these, this collection of healer and they all did this energy work on me and all this stuff and i was it was just a party i just happened to be someone that was there and dude my body is healed naturally organically and i was seriously broken but other than that you know i've never i've never really hurt myself was the point of all that you know i've never really hurt myself before that yeah so i've never had to use pharmaceutical yeah and and then a, a dear friend of our family's uh, uh he lives in the bahamas and he he had a had a heart attack and he had uh, some he had some connections in Miami he knew some very well to do people and so he came <laughs> to Miami for the for like a heart surgery and he had like the best of the best and they put him up in this great room and I went over when I when I was living in Miami I went over to visit him and I walked in the hospital and you know again this is why I do what I do like one, the energy of when you go into that space. Two, you hear about people that go into a hospital and come out sicker than when they went in. Right. It happened to my dad. You know? Yeah. You know, and it's like I walk in and they got all these TVs everywhere and it's got like Maury Povich on there, you know, like, you know, it just like this awful, awful reality TV. Everything about playing, it is like, making uh, people sick. Everything about the experience. Yeah, every, is everything sick. about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the hospitals have McDonald's in them, and I'm just like, there, there's so much opportunity here to heal people in this setting. And instead of you know feeding them organic food and having things on the television about raising your vibration and doing meditation, and it's just all this nonsense, distracting, lowering your fear, lowering your vibration. 
You know, it, it's it's not a it's not a system of healing people. Now, granted, right. you get a gunshot wound, you break an arm, you you know something like that. Use that system, but we've gotten to a point where every time something goes wrong with somebody, it's like ask your doctor if this. You know, everybody turns to a white lab coat instead of turning towards nature first right. to see what's what's out there to try and heal us first Let, let's talk a second about what are some improvements that we can make to the health system you know you spoke to well you know like when you walk in there and on the tv is this i had this vision in my mind of what kind of healing centers could we actually create right if if we could start paying doctors to heal people like you get a bonus for the more people that you heal right you could you could change the whole system right you know what i mean like rewarding them for not prescribing medications and showing people how to do it with stuff that grows out of the you know that grows out of the earth and it's getting people to trust it you know there's a, there's this huge yeah. campaign ashe mentioned in the previous podcast about this yeah. actual event that took place and i didn't know anything about it so i looked it up afterwards when the government actually turned on the natural healing practitioners and had to do with rockefeller took over the fda or something like that and started writing all the laws the to support big pharma you know and the fact that doctors oh, now absolutely. these are the things that come up about how the books that doctors read and learn from are created by big pharma so it's not like their plot is that the oh, doctors absolutely. are trying to get everyone to be addicted to big pharma the doctors are already addicted to big pharma right you know? well they're you know their hands are tied like so by law they're only allowed to talk about surgery and prescriptions so really you know, by law they're not now i'll talk about healing practices yeah they're, yeah they're not first of all when they go to when they go to med school they get like in a eight, seven or eight year program they get like three months of nutrition like wow. it, it, it's so minimal because when unfortunately when the rockefellers hijacked the not only the the medicine but all the medical schools and everything like they they hijacked all of that and it just became about you know making money off of people's illness so and then I heard instead of their wellness recently that that it was actually tied into the petroleum industry because they were making medicines from petroleum yeah not 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 surprising you know right. it's like uh yeah, man. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry doesn't make any money off of me because I don't support them. So they don't want a bunch of customers like me. Right. Well, here's what's beautiful, man. It's like, so what we just got to was the core, the, the actual core of why you do what you do. Yeah. And that is because you envision this, this world, from what I'm getting, is that yeah. you envision this world where people don't have to depend on big pharma if they take day-to-day -day precautions in healing their body. And now you've turned around and created this product that does just that, dude. So it's yeah. like you're, you are an example of being like, fuck that, here's better medicine. Yeah, you know, I, I, I truly believe that the majority, of them, if not everything we need the creator gave it to us and it's growing out of the ground not only not only here but you know when you go into uh the amazon you know some of the the plant medicines that are people are using for ptsd and depression and anxiety and 
I mean, there's so many beautiful plant medicines out there that we, you know, we were gifted these things by our creator and we should take advantage of them and use them. It's like, I'm not saying like, don't use that system, but try using nature first. Right. And then if nature doesn't work, try something else. Right. But, but, but always, always go with nature first and see, and see if you can fix what you need to fix with nature. So it's like, I think about that Western medicine versus the uh, natural medicine or Ayurvedic medicine or alternative yeah. medicine, whatever, you know, Western medicine is actually the alternative medicine because it's an alternative from our intuitive natural processes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's because it's an alternative to our real way of being. That's why it just causes more and more sickness yeah. because it, it is the alternative medicine is actually the Western medicine. But when I think of the caduceus, you know, I think of the two serpents interwining with each other and rising up and activating the pineal, which to me, that represents the pineal opening, the wings being spread out, which is to me is like freedom or flight or rising above. But it's the two of them working together. You know, Ida being knowledge and Panjili being, I think that's how you pronounce it. Maybe it's the other way around. One's, one is love and one is into, one is love and intuition. The other is knowledge and science, basically. At least that's been my interpretation. And it's the two working together, you know? Yeah. So people can't see it, but my hands are weaving. Pineal is so important too. You know, that's uh, fluoride is. I was just going to say you touched on fluoride. Yeah. Yeah. The fluoride, uh, fluoride shuts down our spiritual antenna, our, uh, our guiding force there, which, yeah, uh, I mean, that's, that was, that was done on purpose, unfortunately, but, Fuck yeah, yeah. It was, dude. you know, I mean, it's really good. A lot of people are, you know, if you, to look at this virus and to, Look at this at, you know, kind of the so maybe some of the silver linings on this. I think that one, it kind of brought people back as a family. I think the family was very fragmented. And I, I think that this this virus helped kind of like bringing families back together with a lot of things that were shutting down. It was doing meals around the table again. You know, I, I think that really that really hurt us. It was was when the family got fragmented. You know, I, I remember growing up, we'd go outside, we'd play in the dirt. That's what was building our immune system, right? We'd stay outside until the street light came on or until, right. you know, it was time for dinner, until it was time for dinner and we would all go in. And if we weren't helping prepare the dinner, we would all sit around the table. We would have a great conversation. You know, it, it was like all these things that we had lost for a while now. I think I think the virus definitely kind of brought some of that back. Like when, when it first started happening, I was like seeing kids like playing in the street, which yeah. I hadn't seen in like forever. You know, they, they're, they're always on their they're always on their computer systems or they're always, you know, that, that was just like something that was really good was was seeing kids playing in the street again, you know, playing out in nature, getting together as families and now cooking. But it also helped with kind of helping us process things together as a family too, or as a couple. There, there is definitely some good that came from, from, from this. I, like I agree. To, uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I, I like to focus on the good of what's happening. It, it's, it's, it's super easy to focus on the bad and going down all the different rabbit holes. And I really, I really want to focus on the good and, and the good things that are happening and, 
the good things that are coming from this, you know? When this first started happening, there was, there was a few moments of what's going on because we had to stop and really listen to what was being said to us. You know, there's this virus and we don't, we don't know how bad it's going to be, but there's yeah. these things we can do to, to make, you know, make sure it doesn't get as bad as it could be. Yeah. You know, and so right off jump, I, I stopped working and I uh, kind of came in this, this little bubble. And what I noticed is that the less I worked at first, I was really irritated by it. You know, I like my job and I like getting a paycheck and I like, yeah. uh, in, you know, interacting with my coworkers and, you know, I, I miss all oh, that. 100%. Right away, it's when these, the idea for these podcasts started, but I realized I didn't have the right equipment. So I had to stop, but I ended up doing a couple podcasts with a couple people. And that was the theme in the very beginning was before the anger and before the frustration hit and before all the counter programming and conspiracy stuff hit, yeah. there was a pocket between being told that we needed to just freeze in place for a minute. And when people got pissed off and it lasted for like three weeks to a month where everyone got really reflective, everyone got introspective, everyone. Yeah. And, and that's when we started thinking about our families and, you know, thinking about what's really going on with my life. What's in the, and then once we started looking at what's going on with our life, then we had to start looking at what's really going on with the world. And that's what gave birth to all these conspiracy theories, big time. Yeah. And so the silver lining, I believe, is for one, we are having, we have to look at the systems that are in place. 100%. We have to. And the first thing that came up for me, though, uh, was damn, I'm not nearly as prepared as I thought I would be. Because in the mm. back of my mind, I always had this: when the shit hits the fan, this is what I'm going to do. Plan. Yeah. And I didn't. I was just like, oh, I'm not even ready to have enough food for more than a week, let alone a year. Yep. You know. Oh, and yeah. I don't have a single hunting weapon. You know. And I don't have any property. And all these things that I always thought that I would have weren't there. And so that triggered me to be like, fuck. Okay, it's time to get busy. You know. Yeah. After ten years of putting on festivals, which was great, I loved it, and it really helped me to expand personally, professionally, spiritually spiritually it's time to turn that energy into an actual thing yeah which is why these these podcasts i think are a part of that because it's all awesome. going to be part of the emergence creative space website yes uh, the emergence creative space website is becoming a, a social network the directory do you have have you added to the directory yet no all right, when we're okay. done with this i'm going to send you a link and then you can create a free membership directory on the Emergence Creative Space website. Awesome. All the people that are members are going to be a part of this program called the Common Unity Program. And it's basically like a healing insurance card for mm. our members. And they'll get mm. discounts on the products and services love of the people that. that are in it. I love that. So I mean, it's kind of like an AARP card, but for a conscious community. Yeah, that's so funny. I just got it. I got it. <laughs> An application or something in the mail today for an AARP card. Dude, dude, as soon as I'm as soon as I'm there, I'm gonna do it. Why not? Yeah, no, but I I love that Scott. Like I really love that you're doing that and uh, gonna provide. We, we need more people like yourself that are providing platforms and spaces for people to go to. Yeah, like let's let's start buying these types of medicines and these types of things that we right. know, you know, that we're supporting the planet, we're supporting higher vibrational energies, and uh, yeah, really like moving towards that space. We have the biggest, to, the biggest virus, 
the biggest <laughs> virus right now is the television. If people can throw that away, that that, that that'll uh, <laughs> because there's so because the information it, it's you just don't there's so much misinformation. Right. It's just it's confusing people. You know what I mean? So it's like turn it off and go outside and be in nature. And it is. It's it's a very interesting time. It is a very interesting time. What are some ways that you are adjusting to what's going on in the current climate uh, professionally? Yeah, so we, that's a really great question. So we, as a result of this, have had to change, have had to kind of change our business model. We were very, um, we were very kind of heavily focused in wholesale accounts. And now we're, uh, we're getting set up for more e-commerce. We're redoing our website right now. We've also kind of changed the message a little bit around the product. So it's it's always been uh, since day one, really talking about the medicinal benefits about the product and kind of pushing right. that, you know. And what we've what we've realized over really the past I'd say year now is that our products are so good on food and mixed in beverages that we're now starting to put at the forefront the culinary aspect of our product. Nice, that, nice. That if you like hot sauce, you know, hot sauces aren't, aren't marketed medicinally as things that are good for you. People buy a hot sauce because there's a certain heat level that they like. Uh, some people just buy it for the heat level. Right. It, doesn't even, it doesn't even have much flavor because it's all heat. So with our product, you're getting the heat that you want from a hot sauce, but there's so much going on with it, with, with all these ingredients that we have in there. It's so complex and right, it brings right. so much flavor to a dish. It's like the Jägermeister of hot sauce. Huh? It's like the Jägermeister of hot sauce. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, so that's really what we're pushing right now is we're pushing the culinary aspect of it. So, um, you know, you can you can mix it with some extra virgin olive oil and make a salad dressing with it. It's it's just so good. If you're if you're a juice or smoothie person, you can take a tablespoon and you're adding a minimum of twenty organic ingredients to your juice and smoothie. Um, our nectar version. I'm grilling peaches and pineapple on the grill and then tossing it in our nectar version, which is amazing. So the chocolate version. If you like proteins, if you eat steaks and chicken and that sort of thing, like the chocolate on grilled meats is like so amazing as a it's steak like grilled sauce. Grilled beets, like beet on, grill, on grilled meats. Okay. Or grilled beets, using it like a steak sauce, like an A1 steak sauce, the chocolate version. I can imagine it. Dude, I love your stuff. Dude, it's so good that way. So today there's a, a segment here in Asheville called Carolina Kitchens. And it's done, uh, WLOS Channel 13 does a segment every month. And so today I was, I had gifted some product to a local chef, uh, a chef, Doug Walls. And he's been using our product now for a couple of weeks. And he's like, hey, WLOS is coming out. Would you like to come out and be on TV? And I'm going to do some ribs and I'm going to make a chocolate purifier barbecue sauce for it. So he did that. And then he's like, do you want to do a recipe on, you want to do a segment? So I was like, yeah, how about if I create a beverage to go with that, with that rack of ribs? Our pro, our original makes like the best Bloody Mary ever. Oh yeah, I can imagine. So if you, if you, and if you don't drink alcohol, you can do a, 
you know, a mocktail or a Virgin Mary. So I did a, a purifier Mary uh, with some organic vegetable juice, our purifier original. We were looking at the website earlier before we got on. We have a, uh, we do a couple of local collaborations. So one of them is with a company called Well Seasoned Table. And she takes our byproduct and dehydrates it and makes a smoked fire seasoning. Mm -hmm. So I put the smoked fire on the rim of the glass and put a pickle in there, a piece of bacon that he had cooked on the grill. And, a, and all these, all these products, all these, all these products are available on your website, right? Everything is available on our website, www.purifierfoods.com. So we, uh, so we're doing with well-seasoned table, we're doing seasonings and salts. And then we also have a, a beautiful tea by a company called Asheville Tea Company called By the Fireside. And they take our, our byproduct and dehydrate it and make a beautiful tea with cacao in it. And mm. uh, yeah, like I just, I, you know what, for me, it, it's, I just love these collaborations like locally, like working with other conscious brands within our community. I, I love how it's like splintering out into all these different things. Yeah. It started out with you sitting under a tree right right yeah and, and you're getting this 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 vibration of you know make it to where it's anti-inflammatory and you know look into mushrooms and you know make sure you make it with the purest of intention and and because you did that all this other stuff is happening yeah. you know it's not like you went into it like you said with the intention of you know, how do I corner the market in, in interesting foods? Yeah, exactly. You wanted to provide a product that made people live better. And you did. And because you did, Universe is saying, oh, look at all this other stuff. It's beautiful. So what's, uh, what's, what's your plan for the next uh, six months or so? Uh, let's come up with a plan B. There's COVID just miraculously disappears. And this is what I'd like to do. Or plan B is, okay, we're going to have to sit tight for a little bit longer. You know, what's that plan? So uh, so plan B is right now is the e-commerce. So really, uh, currently our website just kind of like it, it, it lists the ingredients and it's got the products for sale. But what, it's not, what, the, what the current website is not doing is it's not showing the culinary aspect of the product. Okay. So, so what we're working on right now is... The product's been gifted to multiple chefs locally, some home cooks locally. So we're, we're building up a, we're going to have like a recipe PDF book. Um, brilliant, so, dude, brilliant. Yeah, so we're really brilliant. coming up with some amazing recipes. So that's going to be on the website. Um, we're going to do a, probably like a subscription service where just get your bottle delivered every month, take it every day. It's boosting your immune system, pour it on your food. Use it as a hot sauce. The chocolate, pour it on some ice cream, like you know, as nice. like a chocolate, like as like a chocolate hot sauce. Um, so let's talk about that for a second, because here's what's up. People, like, remember we were talking about my daughter. No, it's green, right? Yeah. But I happen to love putting weird <laughs> shit on ice cream. I I've put obviously chocolate. I sprinkled yeah coffee, like instant coffee, on my vanilla ice cream is really yep. good. I've put jalapeno jam in my ice cream, and that was pretty good. Ooh. So I can wow. only imagine, because I, I like weird ice creams. 
if you sprinkled some of those flavors on a vanilla ice cream or yeah, chocolate ice like, cream, holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, the chocolate, the chocolate is so good on like some uh, coconut bliss. Uh, if you want to mm. do like a vegan, if you want to do, if you want to do like a vegan version or just some vanilla ice cream or chocolate ice cream, because you get that. What I like about it is you get the cold, fiery, mm -hmm. this contrast when, when you, when you pour it on ice cream. It's yeah, really, man. yeah, it's really, it's pretty stellar. So we're, so we're really, we're really like doubling down and really like wanting to uh, get a lot of these recipe type things up uh, within, in the beginning of September, probably the first week of September, I'm thinking, uh, we're, we're pulling everything together right now. We're going to, uh, we're going to do 22 reasons why you, why to purifier and okay. why, you know, 22 reasons why to have purifier in your kitchen or pantry. And what I'm going to do is each day, I'm going to talk about one of our ingredients, what some of the, you know, what some of the the benefits are of, of getting that into your system and then providing a recipe for people on what they can do. That's amazing. So we're going to do that. And then probably next week we're going to, we're launching something that it's called shot time. Shot time. Shot time. Okay. And so every morning at like 9am, I'm going to do a Facebook live and you can join me. We're going to do a shot of purifier. So we're going to get our immune system boosted first thing in the morning. And then I'm going to provide like a, a little inspirational quote or something to kind of just like help people to like, you know, and stay where can motivated people find this? and positive throughout their day. Where can people find us? So uh, it's going to be, I'm going to do a Facebook live every morning at like 9am and just uh, invite people to uh, join me to do a shot. And then I'm going to just give them a little inspiration to uh, help them throughout the day. All right. Well, what I'll do, is that, is that going to be through a Pure Fire page or your personal page? Uh, probably. Ooh, good question. Uh, I'll probably do it through the Pure Fire page. All right. So is and, that, then, uh, and then share it on my, uh, my, my, uh, my other page. All right. Well, I'll put a link to that in the, in the comments when, uh, or not comments, but the description when this, yeah, so it'll be it'll be called shot time. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's exciting. Dude, this is this is awesome. And what's cool is that you didn't miss a beat. I'm sure there are moments, you know, like like peaks and valleys. My peaks and valleys are more like rolling hills than mountaintops yeah. right now. Yeah. It is just, just going through it, finding yeah. you know, because there's really nothing right now other than ourselves and how we manage ourselves that we can do right now. Maybe yeah. that's true forever. You know, but now really it seems that's the focus. Yeah. You know, all I can do is wake up when I wake up, decide if I want to feel bad about sleeping in or not feel bad about sleeping in. Okay. Do I want to make coffee right away or would I rather have water first? Little simple choices, you know, and Absolutely. then if I continue, if I, if I make good choices, like if I decide not to feel bad about it and I decide to have water, and then I go sit on the porch instead of looking at my phone right away and yep. I meditate for a minute and then I get up and wash my face. It was one little, it's like breathe in, breathe out, yep. breathe in, breathe out, you know, one step at a time. Uh, and that's what's helping me 
turned into hills and valleys as opposed yeah. to mountain peaks yeah. is um, being I'm connected feeling, with people. I'm feeling called to share something with you that my beloved shared with me. And I think the audience would so benefit from this. So she told me about this exercise uh, when we first met, and it's called Letters to God. Okay. And so what you do is get a journal. So the person that was, the person that started this, she ended up, I think she had like six companies and she sold all six companies, made millions of dollars. And she really like, she attributes a lot of it to this exercise that she did. And what she would do is, is she would set, she would set aside a certain amount of time every morning. Okay. Don't bother me. I'm in a meeting for the next hour and or half hour or, or, or whatever, whatever it is. And, and she called it letters to God. And she, what she would do is, is every day she would write and she referred to the creator as her CSO. CSO. Her, her chief spiritual officer. Nice. Who was, okay. who, was a, who was a member of her company. That's awesome. And so each morning she would write a letter to her CSO and she would give thanks for everything that she's grateful for in her life. Thank you so much for the company doing so well. Thank you. You know, so what I'm doing is like when I'm writing these letters, I'm like, thank you so much for all the orders that came in yesterday. Thank you so much for all the opportunities, the collaborations, the, you know, everything that's happening with the company. And then what, what, what else you do in these letters is you start thanking for things that you're trying to manifest that haven't manifested yet as if they already had. Okay. So if I, you know, if I wanted, for instance, a, uh, an investor to come in, that's going to give us a hundred thousand dollars right now in order to, you know, take the company to the next level. It's thanking my CSO for this investor as if it's already happened because your, your mind doesn't know the difference between okay. something that is already manifested and something that you're trying to manifest. If you believe it and you thanked it for that, it's already happened. Your mind doesn't know the difference. Okay. And it's just been a really like really amazing exercise. One, it's just so great to be to just every day, just share in, in a letter, like what you're grateful for and what you're thankful for. Nice. Every day. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? So I started uh, January 1st. Okay. So I went for like the first four or five months without missing a day. And then like with COVID and things that happened, I kind of missed some days. Right. So now I'm like picking back up and doing it again. But man, it's just, it's a super powerful I'd like to say that I've done it every single day since she told me about it, but life happened and there's a couple of Oh yeah, days. but there, you, there, you are doing it. You're, you're doing there, it. There's some days that I have missed, but I can tell you that every day that I go in, it, it's so wild. Every day that I go in and I'm like, thank you so much for the orders that came in today. You know, large sums of money come to me easily and quickly from multiple sources on a continuous basis for the better of humanity that I get to keep. Like I'm saying stuff like that. Right. Right. And setting the uh, tone. I'm a big proponent of Abraham Hicks. If you're not familiar with Abraham Hicks, like, I am, yes. like love, like what she's doing in those channels. And I'm a thriver, 
you know, nice. is, is, is something that she says a lot. And just seeing seeing these things is already manifested, even though they haven't, but believing that they're on their way to me, like rapidly. Right. And, you know, and just staying in that, in the vortex, you know, just, vortex. Really, just really like staying in the vortex. And, it, and it's so wild that the more that I thank for these orders that are, that have come in and that the orders that are coming in, it's like, then, you know, like the next day I, I'll wake up and I'll pick up my phone and it'll be like, boom, 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 like more Man. orders for, for this medicine. So uh, it's a good practice. I, I, I highly recommend it. That's very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, the letters to God thing. If I were to, like, let me just see if I can, I have a journal here. I have a journal over there. I have, I have these little journals, these, these things all over the place. And they're, they're filled with just ideas and brainstorms and little diagrams that I draw. But when I have these moments of realizing that I've been in my own head and not really connecting with spirit, I will not, it's not even going to force myself. It used to be a force myself before. Like when I first started, it would be like, it would be like laborious to write. Yeah. Dear God, mother, father, spirit, blah, blah. And I'd feel that energy. Like I'm just going through the motions, but now it just whimsically comes out. Hey God, what's going on? How you doing today? Let me just tell you about what's going on here and just putting it out there and be like, I'm so grateful that you brought this into my life. And I'm so happy that my relationship with my daughter is getting better, you know, and and, and all this stuff is happening. Yeah. And two things happen. One, one is it's like putting it like, like Abraham says, it's like putting it out. Abraham Hicks, like putting an order out to the universe. It's like you, people used to get these Sears catalogs back in the day. They didn't have Sears everywhere. They weren't yeah. malls. Yeah. They'd get their catalog and they'd fill in their catalog or the farmer's almanac. And they'd fill out their order and they'd put it in the mail. And it would come like maybe a month, maybe three months later. You don't know when it's going to come, but you put the order out there. And then once you put the order out there, you go ahead and start saying, okay, well, I know that I have this new harness for my plow. So I'm going to start getting ready for that. So when it comes, I'm ready to use it right away, you know? And then the other thing that happens for me personally is that I just feel reinvigorated because it's that, that connection with spirit, which when it's so high, I feel like like I could like I can smell which direction to go from what's being brought in the wind but when I don't have that connection with spirit that's when I'm just kind of like staying busy hoping that I get enough shit done to cover all my bases you know yeah so it's it's beautiful it's wonderful and I'm glad you brought that up you're actually making a recipe book from these these recipes that people are sending you yeah, so what we're going to do is th- these people that we've sent product out to that are making some beautiful, beautiful dishes. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to combine all that and do a, a PDF recipe book, possibly a hardcover book. Uh, but in the meantime, as these recipes are coming in, we're going to do on the new website, it's hopefully going to be launching within the next month. We're going to uh, do some blog posts within the website and just have these different recipes for people right off the bat so that um, people see that, yeah, you know, this is a great tonic. You can take it daily. You can boost your immune system, but wow, you know what? I can, I can make some chili and pour some in there. I can, you know, I can grill a, a portobello on the grill and, and slather some purifier nectar on there or, or roast some vegetable, you know, just like I can take my medicine without even realizing I'm taking it because I'm right. making my food so much better with these products. Yes, 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 yes. It's a, it's it's the win-win, you know, you're 
you're getting it without even realizing you're taking it because you're the what you're doing to your food how are you expressing that to the potential customer like what are you saying to them in your marketing well that's the thing that's where we're really you know that that's kind of our our game plan right now is is really talking about that culinary aspect so if you go onto our instagram page what you'll see right now is is we're really starting to post more kind of food pictures you know at first it was me taking pictures of the bottles all over these amazing like places in nature. Right. And now what we're focusing on is really more about the different ways that you can use it uh, culinary wise. All right. So I'm just going to ask you a couple questions about what you've been doing. It's not going to be product related. It's going to be about you personally and like what you're doing with yourself and what are the things that you're getting excited about. And then we're going to wrap it up. You got it. All right, cool. All right. So David, uh, what are you doing personally to keep yourself sane during this interesting time <laughs> me and my my new beloved uh i got uh, married in february Yay. That, that was a whole just so divinely orchestrated uh connection with congratulations uh, thank you so much um you know we have been spending a lot of time out in nature it's finding waterfalls hikes just uh, just being outdoors. Um, I mean, that's really been a huge focus of uh, I've been doing personally. It's just getting outside. And as you know, we're very blessed to be living in these mountains and they're so incredibly healing. So there, there, there's so many opportunities here for us. And I miss the mountains. I'm, I'm outside of Ann Arbor, Michigan now. I love Michigan. I love the Great Lakes. <sighs> You, wait, um, you're in Michigan right now? I'm in Michigan right now. I've been in Michigan for about a year and a half, bro. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yep, yep. I came wow. up here. Yeah, I came up here after the 11-11 uh, gathering just to get away and, you okay. know, get pull into myself for a minute. I got okay. into a bubble and got comfortable and... Okay have no desire have had no desire to do anything else other than be in this bubble although there's going to be some moves here quickly where in the next couple of weeks i'm going to get on the road i'm actually going to come down to Asheville. okay i'm going to spend a few days in Asheville, and i'm going to travel around to a few different places before i come back up Good and uh i want to do some some podcasting from the road too so That's maybe we can awesome. maybe we can do a follow-through with this when i'm in Asheville. That, that's awesome I, i'd love that yay Awesome. Yes, definitely doing doing like things on the road. That sort of thing is always I I, I love that. So yeah, def, definitely do that. So yes, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. As you you know, these mountains, uh, just spending a lot as much time as I possibly can in them and around them. And yeah, that's that's kind of what I, that's kind of what what's going on with me. Very good. When so, I'm not doing the business, where can people find you on social medias? So on social media, so we're on we're on Facebook under Pure Fire Foods. We're on Instagram under Pure Fire Foods. We're on Twitter, Pure Fire Foods. Don't really do anything with Twitter. I, I don't know for some reason that platform never really like spoke to me. Yeah, but, me either. Uh, really. But definitely doing a lot more on Instagram, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Shot times coming up. Looking forward to just uh, really tapping in with the audience each day and 
having fun and doing a shot of pure fire together to, to get our system lit up and ready to conquer the day. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, our website, which is www.purefirefoods.com. Awesome, awesome. And all these amazing products, the shops, the flavor packets, the sauces. Yeah, yeah we got the, 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 the three flavors with the fourth coming. The cooler will be out in a few weeks. And then, yeah, de- definitely got the collaborations. We have another collaboration in the works with a company in Miami called Shamanic Tonic. Shamanic and, Tonic. Uh, he makes these beautiful tonics and ceremonial grade cacaos. And he's got all kinds of stuff going on down there. So look for something coming from that collab in the future. And a, and a possible pure, pure fire hot sauce is also. We took the peppers out of it to make it cooler, and we're throwing that into a nice. <laughs> into a hot sauce. So we'll have nice, a pure nice. fire. Pure yeah, fire I'm gonna try all this stuff. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, David, thank you so much for being here, man. I appreciate you, Scott. Thank you so much, brother. Like, really. I have so enjoyed this. Really appreciate the opportunity to share my story and to talk about this medicine. And thank you for creating a platform to do that. Like, so appreciate you, man. Oh, my blessing. My blessing. Thank you so much. All right. David, have a good night, brother. All right. Have a good rest of your night, man. All right. Well, that concludes our third episode of Portals Podcast. Really appreciate you guys sticking around to check it out. Be sure to check out www.emergencecreativespace.com. You can find all sorts of other podcasts as well as get a glimpse as to the big picture behind what we're doing with Emergence. Please connect with Emergence Creative Space on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right. Be well.